Welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to the ghost gig. Hello, hello. Hope everyone's good. Yeah, are you good? Yeah, I am. I'm good. My, my brain feels a bit like mashed potato, but I'm okay. Yeah, you fudge for me. We've fudge been inside me. all day. So, I think so we are potato fudge today. Yeah, potato fudge. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Um, my favourite potato. Oh, thank you. He still likes me. That's nice. Um, yeah, hope everyone's good. I like fudge Had, too, Vince. I, I like fudge <laughs> too, Vince. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I think it's because we've been inside all day. You've been working on the podcast and I've been working on, on a gig that's coming up. So we've just yeah. been staring at screens <laughs> for like the entire day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so bit. do forgive us if we ramble or don't make much sense, if that is any different to the usual show. That's pretty much our thing. Yeah. Um, so if you are listening, thank you very much. Um, so the film uh, that we are looking at today was actually recommended by someone on Instagram. I'm really sorry. I can't remember quite who asked us to do it. It was a message. So the film we are doing is The Conjuring. The Conjuring from 2013. 2013. Yeah. Um, and just a quick overview. This is set in 1970 and it's about paranormal investigators and demonologists Lorraine uh, and Ed Warren. They're summoned to a home um, where a family has just moved in and they're being terrorised by some sort of demon. Um, it's, it's a secluded farmhouse. There's like five kids in the family. Yeah, it's the dog. classic setup. Yeah, um, and, you know, these these events start off small and then get worse and worse and worse. And they eventually call in Ed and Lorraine Warren. And, of course, this is based on a true story. Supposedly. Supposedly. I mean, that's basically the standard text put at the front of a yeah. horror film. Well, nowadays, Ed and Lorraine Warren were real people. We, you yeah, know, this yeah. was, this did happen, whether it was paranormal or not, this did, this investigation did happen. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's our starting point. Um, I have seen this before a long, yeah, long time ago. I, many years ago. Couldn't remember much about it. Um, I no. just didn't find it that I, engaging. Even though we watched it two weeks ago, I can't remember enough about yeah. it as, as much as I really like now. It hasn't made that much of an impression on me, if I'm honest. My main memory is seeing the dog and thinking, oh shit, the dog's going to die. And then the dog died. Which it does. Um, there's an element to the film of witchcraft and demonology, which is yeah, quite interesting. Yeah, they, they draw that in. But it just wasn't overall that engaging. And there's, you'll see in my song later, if they'd just not done one thing, they could have avoided all of this crap, really. It's just because it was based on a true story, you think, but if they'd just not, yeah, you know. Normally, of course, that's a bit of a, a flim-flam criticism of a horror film. Oh, they didn't, you know, they're all a silly plot point. Like, okay, if this if this did happen in real life, yeah, this is the 70s, mm-hmm. horror was well established, and even people who lived, you know, weren't so afraid with cinema would have been at least vaguely aware of the cliches yeah. and yet still blundered into them. Yeah. So then we have to watch them doing it again a few decades later. What the hell's wrong with them? <laughs> I mean, there were some good, reasonably good spooky moments and the film actually yeah, opens... Yeah, there's some nice set pieces. They're done well. The film actually opens with um, like a... Re- not Well, not a recap because this was the first Conjuring film made, but it was a kind of opening on the Annabelle doll story. And then later on, there was um, another sort of snippet of another story with Ed and Lorraine where um, Lorraine was trying to help a guy who was possessed by a demon and she ended up getting completely traumatised. And they showed bits of that. And I kind of wanted to see that story and the Annabelle story. I know what you mean. I found them more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I do know what you mean. It's quite possible that someone else thought the same thing in the past and we're late to the party here and that's been made. We just haven't bothered seeing it. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know, in which case, it's more likely that that's like the highlights of the film and the rest of it was, yeah. a, you know, I filler. Mean, but all the same. Interestingly, I've heard I've heard this case on paranormal podcasts, okay. um, like the Dark Paranormal, 
sorry. And um, other, I can't remember, I think, uh, you know, dark history, that kind of thing. Um, and it's always been really engaging, quite interesting, you know, and it's always, it was similar to the film. So I don't, okay, somehow, okay. as it's translated onto screen, it wasn't as interesting and engaging. I don't know if the acting was good. I thought, I'm just not quite Honestly, sure the why. the production values in all regards yeah. were nice. It looked good. The sound design was pretty cool. It, 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 it it was well executed. Every every moment in it, like, all, there, there were bits where we jumped. Yeah. Which is nice to feel in a horror film, you know. There was, there was legi- legitimately bits that weren't well made. It just, for me, the story as a whole was a bit, eh. And I guess that's the bit that's struggling in real life, because that's the bit where they're kind of lumbered with. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure that making that story onto the big screen was actually that interesting. I think that's, for me, where it might have started to fall down. Maybe. I mean, I suppose because they obviously went on to make, you know, all, lots of different. There's, oh there's all God! These didn't different... they just? Well, so I I like some of them. Um, the Enfield Haunting is one of my favourites. I like the Annabelle film. We won't talk about the Nun. It could have been the Nun. Just 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 be grateful it wasn't uh, the we, Nun. Uh, yeah, but it, weirdly we can laugh about the Nun. Whereas <laughs> yeah. we can't. We haven't laughed about the Conjuring the once. The Nun was really. so bad that it was. Oh, uh, it, it was, was so stupid. I think I've said before, but Vince and I went to see the Nun on one of our very first dates on my recommendation, and I was yeah. surprised he still wanted to continue dating me after we'd come out well the there film. was pick and mix so that improved everything <laughs> um but yeah i don't really know what else to say about this really i i it was a me- i didn't hate it I, it's it didn't really make that much of an impression is what i'm no. feeling about it ultimately is it, it, it we watched it two weeks ago and i can't remember that much about, yeah. about it and i had to try and write a song about it as did you and like well i had to read i feel about like it, we I probably to... didn't really I, I wrote notes during the film, and most yeah. of them weren't very helpful for out for writing in a song or thinking about the film too much more because I forgot most of the reasoning behind them. Yeah, frankly, and I they just didn't do much. I think it's a shame because I am quite interested in Ed and Lorraine Warren, and I am quite interested. I'm you know obviously interested in horror and the paranormal. Yeah, and as I said, hearing the story on various other podcasts, it, it I've, I have enjoyed it. So I guess it's just not translated so well onto the screen, which is odd. Perhaps it's that. I mean. It's on a screen, so inevitably it, it falls in the shadow of other films which do each of its component parts better, I would say. Yeah. Although it tries to go for all of them. So it was kind of, the, the phrase I had written down is actually, it's a grab bag. Mm. They really just thought of all the things they could and just put them all in. Yeah. On the hope that some of them would stick, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and as we said earlier, like they do them all pretty well. But, you know, there's, there's good jumps and there's some, there's some inventive thinking here. Yeah. But it's not enough to carry a film. Yeah. Really, for me. It just... The final outburst is really cool with the exorcism, although he gets a bit distracted during it. Like, even though he seems to know what an exorcism should consist of. Speaking of Ed, Ed, Ed Warren here. Yes, yeah. yeah. He's, he's performing it and he seems to, like, lose his, lose his will every time something happens. Like, something goes bump or moves. Mm. He goes, ah! And he just loses yeah. his strength. Like, oh my goodness, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, like, well, what did, you said you'd done this before. You've been present for them. What the heck do you think was going to happen, man? Yeah. You know, it's... it's uh. <laughs> yeah, and I... Yeah, I said so the biggest thing for me was these tantalising glimpses into other films or other stories and I was like well, why, are you, why are you dangling that in front of me I want to know about that no oh we're back in the house with the all it, kids all it really did was underline how unexciting the story we're watching was in some cases yeah. I think which is the same because it had lots of components in it that could have been interesting I in like- the kind of way that if you were to set up the premise of like a, a long series or horror TV program mm. you need to make sure there's plenty of stuff there to get future writing out of they were kind of doing that, but in an hour and a half film. Yeah, I think you're right there. If they you're made like, it into oh. a, a like a um, haunting of Hill House type style Netflix thing, that might have worked better. Which is kind of a, yeah, a sort of twelve, I think it's twelve, ten, twelve part, you know, hour long episodes. Um, 
one bit I did quite like was the music box. This little girl is has got an imaginary yep, friend, yep. and you look in the music box, and you said, "Oh, you know, you need to wind the music box up, and then you'll see him in the mirror." And actually, they did that a couple of times, and both times I was watching and quite, you know, yeah, yeah. quite tense. Yeah, yeah, it was tense. Yeah, quite exactly like that. that. I remember that. Yeah, I um, couldn't remember for long afterwards how it related to the rest of the story. Yeah, but it turns out it didn't really, but it was there. Yeah, I think done. that was my main thing. Like, a lot of it didn't really tie up so neatly. Yeah, there was I just think. lots of threads that were all present, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, they were yeah. sort of plaited rather trading, than stitched we're, together. We're trading shoelaces here. You're going to trip up. A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. Well. They, they weren't too reliant on CGI and things, which was nice. No. I mean, there was some, obviously. Yeah, one but, thing I read know, was but, there was no gore and there, no, was, no. Um, there was no sex. Well, they there was a little bit of, like, the mum and dad. Yeah, but that's bit. pretty much them just, you know, yeah. like TV, oh, yes, this is a married couple. Yeah. Let's prove it. You're like, oh, all right, fine. Yeah, so no um, gore and very little CGI. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot of it like, is done. Lo- loads of the scares were just practical yeah, effects. Just you know, bumps. Like, like she's sitting at the top of the staircase and then the hands come out and clap next to her. It's, like, yeah. it's genuinely scary. That was good. Yeah. You know, wow. Yeah. There were some good moments, but overall it just wasn't that engaging. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a shame because I, I wanted to enjoy it. Yeah. And I, I, we didn't hate it, but honestly, like, how, how far are we in? We're, like, we're less than 10 minutes in and we've run out of things to say about it already. Yeah. Like, this is quite weird for us. It is. Um, but it's not that, like, I've, I've hated films more. Like, we did one oh, yeah, very yeah. early on. I can't remember which one it was. And I literally couldn't be asked to write a song about it. it was, I think I wrote a song called My God, This Film Is Shit. And mm. just talked about how... This isn't that. It's not that. This film isn't shit. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem to want to go to too much of a length to actually engage an audience. At least... It didn't us. No. Um, and it was a strange sort of the whole premise of the plot seemed to revolve around some of the people at Salem were actually witches. Without that mm-hmm. strange rewriting of history, like um, without it, that actually wouldn't have all made sense. Like, oh, so they actually did hang a witch. Um, yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, it's kind of linked in really? loosely with the Salem yeah. witch trials. But again, you don't hear much about that. I think, oh, Salem witch trials. Interesting. Yeah. But. They Again, they, of, they sowed the seeds of an idea. The they seeds, didn't bother with it. But the tree never grows. Yeah. Well, they just had that other manky one hanging over, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, you looked at the damn tree. It's on all the posters. You think, yep. Yep. Well, we all know Someone's what that's gonna for. Someone's going to be... Like, we're going to see a body yeah. hanging. Like, yeah. Obviously, you're seeing a body hanging from there. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, you know, we can't win them all. Um, no, you know what? We just did win a coconut this time, but at least we threw and <laughs> they put a coconut up for us to try. Would you like me to buy you a coconut as, um, a, as, a, as a makeup? You know, oh, it's no, it's fine. So you don't you need sure? to buy me a coconut. I mean, you can if you want. We, how about we just go get some bounties at some point? Okay, that, that sounds that, fair. That feels like that's a win. Yeah, uh, we need, yeah, yeah, and you get two in a packet, so you could end up with two quite exciting things as a result of a boring thing, or a less exciting thing. And maybe our songs will be the same kind of thing if our songs mm-hmm. are the bounties at the end of this. Uh, it, well, nice, nice. Uh, I tried. Yeah, I tried. I try. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, could we do my song first? Because sure. that thing I mentioned about if they just didn't do one thing that was quite obvious. I'm curious to know what you think about this. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, if it's such a prominent part of your song, let's. Well, because because uh, there wasn't much to say. Uh, there was just one point I had to make, and this is uh, what my song is. So enjoy. Okay. Well, I'm the kind of girl who loves a good scare and horror films 
I've seen a few From Glade to Norman Bates Jason to Freddie K You'll pick up a tip or two If you move into a house that's suspiciously cheap And the basement's sealed closed Just use your head A touch of common sense And leave that shit alone You gotta Stay out of the basement There's no need for analysis You gotta stay out of the basement It's clearly where the demon lives Well, what would you expect When you disturb something that's clearly at rest So just stay out of the basement It's for the best You know the crazy thing about this tale it's based on a true story Have the family never seen a horror before You'd think they'd heed the warning But here we are With Ed and Lorraine And the demon is flying free But she was brewing up hell And you're kicking yourself You could have swerved this so easily You gotta stay out of the basement You gotta stay out of the basement It's clearly where the demon lives Well, what would you expect When you disturb something that's clearly at rest So just stay out of the basement It's for the best <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, and that's all I point. have to say fair on the matter. It, yeah, it, it does come back to the same thing. Clearly, we were thinking similar. But I said to you, didn't I, when, when we were thinking about songs? I was like, all I've got in my head going round and round is, and it's the conjuring. It's called the conjuring. They fly around, 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 around. Started off with that, and then this kind of Rikuda style sort of thing came okay. in. Yeah, I wish yeah. I could play slide guitar. But yeah, that was that was how that happened. Um, but yeah, I was reading reviews about it and it all started with a family opened a sealed basement. A family opened a sealed basement. <laughs> Don't open the basement. Yeah. And then you won't be haunted. You Your mum won't try to you kill you. You didn't know you had a basement. You didn't buy it thinking right. you were going to get access to a basement. So don't worry about it. Yeah, just leave it. God's sake. Yeah. You're not being cheated out of anything you didn't know you had, was yeah. there, you know? That poor dog died for nothing. Yeah. Anyway, you want to play your song? Um. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Cool. And, and then I guess we'll talk about both of them. Sure.
Kids, please don't sing that to them. It's a nursery rhyme. I think that we have to wait a few years before <laughs> we could sing that to them. Just imagine, like, coming into the bedroom and you're just in there going, The should get over herself. The witch should get over herself. Anyway, enough about our imaginary children. I actually really like that. I thought that was a really good idea with the, the you know, the nursery rhyme music box type I ended thing. up remaking that song. That's almost the third attempt at a song I did. I threw away no. the first couple. I think, honestly, I, I, I think that was very clever. I'm not so, sure why I ended up on Daft Punk disco crossover. Who knows? But with nursery rhymes in. But I did. Yeah. So it just landed there. Look, I'm being nice to you, so I must be serious. Yeah. Um, yeah, we both we both pointed out the cellar thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you made much more of a thing of it than I did. Yeah. I, I blamed the the witch character a bit more so because, mm-hmm. well, saw you, you want to curse people who have your land? Well, you'll be dead. Yeah. You know, that seemed a bit of a bit of a shitty thing to do. Like, you're just a moron, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I don't think you. No. That um, witch is a moron. Yeah, I should have just learned the witch is a moron. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I, it's a shame. I do feel like we, we could have got more. I, I, I'm not sure I entirely agree. You had a line in your first course, like, doesn't need further analysis. I don't think that's quite fair, but... In, I, in that, there's a spooky house with a sealed basement. You don't need to investigate The characters that. really don't yeah, need to investigate that's that. All I, that's yeah. all I meant by that. Yeah. There's no need. I mean, I don't think I would, just from watching a lot of horror films, and horror films were around in the 70s. They've been yep. around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. All the characters would have been aware of the tropes. Yep. Don't don't open up a yeah, cellar that's clearly... And it's not sealed up, it's boarded up. Like, yeah. They have to take nails out of the... you know to get. There's clearly a reason why. And if I moved into a spooky house, I'd be like, Oh, that's clearly where the evil entity is. We'll just leave that alone. Yeah. Nice. I could go and break down that piece of chipboard or I could lead a happy life. Yeah. You know. And my dog will not die. Yeah. That's the main that's the main thing I take from this. Um, cool. So are Educational you and are you, insightful. Are you ready for the ghost gig? Are you ready? Are you yeah, going to I am actually me, ready? Are you going to let I, me speak? I, I saw your post for what you've got to oh, tell yeah. us about this time. And I, and I am I'm curious because I don't know what's coming. Yeah, this was the first. Oh God, you're probably gonna be like, "This is that shit." Why are you? This is the first time I've gone. So I went. I was. Try, I wasn't sure what to do for the story because we've done an episode about witches mm. quite not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ed and Lorraine Warren. You know, it's done to death. So I started looking at demons and demonology. 
Okay. Um, and this is the first time I've found a story and I found it on YouTube, wrote it all down and then actually got quite freaked out because I was on my own in the flat and <laughs> I finished the story and really needed to leave. I was like, I don't want to leave this. I don't want to leave the office. I'm too scared to walk down the corridor. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. Um, so okay. yeah, interesting. Yeah. I honestly didn't think You not had that would. feeling in this flat before though? No, no, no. It was just because of the story. Oh, okay. It wasn't because of the flat. It's because of the story. And that's the, I hear about other people who run podcasts going off. Oh, I freaked myself out with this story. Um, and I was like, bulletproof. I'm bulletproof. That's never going to happen to me. It no. really did happen to me with this one. So um, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. I, I'm quite curious now. So um, just a little overview, obviously um, the one of the main themes of The Conjuring is the demon or the witch and Ed and Lorraine Warren are demon- demonologists. So yes, that's the kind are. of idea I've gone down. And I found this story supposedly true um, on YouTube. I can't quite remember now how I found it. A lot of digging and random clicking. So uh, this story is called The Demon. Are you ready? It's an imaginative title. I know. I know. Well, you know, I can't be fabulous all the time, sadly. That's okay. Are so you, The Demon. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, should I do it in this voice all the way through? No. Okay. That's how I sounded when I had COVID. all of our sanity, don't do that. <laughs> Here we go then. It is said that there is an obvious line between ghosts and angels. Therefore, there is also a line between ghosts and demons. Unlike ghosts, demons have never walked the earth in human form. A demon is defined as an evil spirit or devil, thought to possess a person or act as a tormentor in hell. Andrew was a young man in the services. Not long into his career, he met and befriended a fellow colleague who we'll call Smith. The two became good friends. However, it wasn't until about a year into the friendship that Smith let Andrew into a deepest, darkest secret. Oh, secret friend. <laughs> yeah, the in-betweeners um, obviously features largely in this story. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Anyway, it doesn't really. Smith practiced demon oloratory, otherwise known as the worship of demons. Oh, nice. I know. This is a type of magic that involves invoking or summoning demons or bad spirits. Once Smith had told Andrew this, he was pretty shady and unwilling to go into any further detail. As far as Andrew could tell, none of their colleagues or friends knew about Smith's little hobby. Eventually, Smith and Andrew were assigned some training classes together. The sessions would take place away from the barracks and, as Andrew didn't have access to his own vehicle, Smith agreed to drive the two to and from class every evening. One evening, the two were sitting in the car after driving back from training and Andrew tried once again broaching the subject of Smith's practices. He figured it had been some time since he'd brought up the subject. Maybe Smith would feel a little more comfortable talking about it now. Andrew was right. This time, Smith opened up a little. The sessions had gone on late that night, and it wasn't far off 2am. The barracks they were currently living were right out in the boonies, or the sticks to you and me. Right, okay. I've never heard of a boonies. I think it's an American thing. I'm sure it is. It was an American story, so yeah. To us us Brits, it's out in the sticks. Remote. Remote. Okay. The SUV containing Andrew... That's a 4 by 4 you're a four by four. The SUV containing Andrew and Smith sat alone in the dark car park. Smith began to talk, describing some of the wild things he'd seen before deciding to take up the black art. Before going it alone, 
He'd been parts of groups that had explored such things. He began to claim that he had seen some of the demons that he had apparently invoked. Every time he drew a story to the close, Andrew would prompt him to carry on with another question. Andrew was pretty sceptical, but Smith's stories did fascinate him, and he was compelled to hear more. Mm-hmm. I can kind of, kind of get that, because it is interesting. Also, if you're stuck on a long drive... Yeah, well, they, they've, they've arrived, they're sitting well. in the car park. Oh, okay, okay. After a while, it became clear that Smith was tired. However, he politely continued to answer Andrew's eager questions. The two men continued to talk for over an hour. <laughs> Smith's probably like, fuck, so I think we go to bed. <laughs> I just want to go home. I don't want to watch Neighbours on iPlayer. I don't want to go to sleep. Oh, I've got some bad news for you, Vince, about Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> true horror from this podcast. Yeah. Eventually, Andrew asked Smith if he was practising his dark magic at the barracks. Not at the barracks, said Smith. We have no privacy. The only place I can really practice is in here. Andrew felt a sudden chill down his spine as he glanced quickly around the SUV. It was a big, old vehicle, beaten up and rusty. Smith explained that every time he wanted to practice his art, he had to first create a protective circle around the SUV. This spell would apparently force the demon to do Smith's bidding. Afterwards, he'd banish it again. Piece of cake. Yeah, fine. About a week ago, said Smith, I messed up a ritual and the protective circle wasn't done right. Without realising... Oh, Smith. I know, fuck's sake. You dick Smith. <laughs> dick Smith. Dick, dick Smith King. Dick King Smith. No, anyway. I like the riffing on this. <laughs> riffing. <laughs> oh, well, you know, nothing can beat our... Um, uh, beatboxing last week of uh, the uh, I think the many things battle. can beat that. Oh, yeah. No, it's the best thing ever. Is there going to be beatboxing in this story? It doesn't feel like it's going that way. I can put some in. No, if you'd like? No. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm sure. So I'll, I'll just reread that again in case people have forgotten. <laughs> About a week ago, said Smith, I messed up a ritual and the protective circle wasn't done right. <sighs> Without realizing, he'd summoned a demon, but then had not been able to banish it. Andrew looked around the SUV again, sweat breaking out on his forehead. His heart had began to beat just a little bit quicker than he'd have liked. In the last few days, said Smith, people have seen me driving down the street. Afterwards, they'd stop me and ask, who was that dark figure in the back of the car? Smith swallowed hard. There was never anyone else with me, Andy, not once. Andrew was now feeling quite freaked out but was trying very hard to calm his usually sceptic brain. He opened his mouth to call it a night, hop out the car and get to the safety of the barracks. But now that Smith had started his story, he seemed determined to get to the end. The other guys, a few of them have asked me why I was hissing at them, making a hissing sound like a snake for no reason. To be fair, I do that to you. You do. If you wake me up too early. No, it's just the air escaping me, I'm sure. <laughs> Smith turned and looked at Andrew. I never made those noises, man. Or if I did, it's wiped clean from my memory. Andrew's mouth felt dry as he searched for something to say in reply. Then, right in front of his eyes, the radio antenna began thrashing around as if someone had grabbed it and was shaking it with all their might. The sound it made was loud, and both men stared at it wide-eyed. Then, 
Smith opened his mouth and made a low, loud hissing sound. Inwardly, Andrew jumped out of his skin, but something deep inside told him to remain calm, to not make any sudden movements. Somehow he managed this, keeping his eyes fixed on Smith. After what seemed like an age, although it was probably only a few seconds, the antennae slowed down and then finally stopped moving. Andrew scrambled quickly to say something. Whoa, that was weird, he eventually managed weakly. Yes, it was, replied Smith. Why did you hiss at me, said Andrew, already knowing what the response would be. I didn't, said Smith. Losing his final nerve, Andrew thanked Smith and scrambled hurriedly out of the SUV. His mind was full of the safety of the barracks and the comfort of his bed. As he hurried away, something made Andrew stop and glance back at the SUV one more time. There, directly behind Smith, in the back seat was something. When Andrew got up the next morning, he learnt that Smith had left in the early hours of the morning. All his belongings and the SUV were gone. Confused that he had apparently just vanished for no reason at all, Andrew began to question the other men. Eventually, he spoke to the guard who had been on the entrance gate to the barracks the previous night. Smith would have had to have passed through these in order to leave the base. The guard claimed that he had had a good look at the occupants of the car as it had passed through. He'd said that Smith was not alone. Sure, Smith had been driving, looking pale and exhausted, but sitting next to him in the passenger seat had been a figure that the guard had not been able to identify. Neither did he recognise the other three figures sitting in the back of the SUV. He'd been able to get a good look at all the inhabitants of the car, however, it was as though the memory had turned foggy. The guard could only remember three details about Smith's passengers. One, they all hissed. Two, they had too many teeth. And three, they were all licking their lips. The end. And he didn't feel like raising that with a superior or anything. It's interesting. Well, oh, useful thing we've learned there. Yeah. Demons don't get car sick. <laughs> You're not scared. That scared me. You're not scared. I think that sounds interesting, but they don't get car sick. So that's useful to know. I think. I think. And it they was, can possess four by fours. I think it was watching the YouTube video. I obviously watched it quite a few times, and it was. It had all creepy music. Did you watch and, it in the dark? Uh, no, no. But why not? Because it was because I was working. <laughs> Technically, I mean, yeah, this was work, and it it's fun yeah, work, but yeah. it's work. Um, yeah, though that's that story quite freaked me out. But um, I thought it was, it's an interesting one, and it's it's yeah. unusual. You know, it's not your classic. Definitely unusual. You know, yeah. I mean, a story like that put into a film that'd be mm. quite engaging, wouldn't it? Because there's just oh, yeah. do you know, do you know, do you know what? Who should make that? Inside Number Nine. That would be quite yeah. Good, yeah, you should pitch that. I don't know how you pitch that to Inside I, I Number don't, Nine. I but don't think I don't think they take pictures from probably not strangers. No, but that'd still be a bit weird. Um, yeah, Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pembroke. If you, Pemberton. if you, Pemberton, Pembroke, Pemberton. If by some crazy, crazy chance you listen to this, then you should make that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just tell them what to do. Yeah. Oh, you know, they might. But there must be lots of other like, interesting stories like this around. Like, this is a nice twist on the yeah demonology side of the. I always thought demonology was a bit of a strange preoccupation because I think most people think it's surely, strange. Well, yes, but sh- okay. It, so, sure, if there, if there was any power in it, it doesn't lie with the person, you know, summoning demons. It lies with the demons, doesn't it? Mm, it's yeah. kind of a dumb thing to do. Yeah. If, if that's your thing and you believe in it, you're like okay. 
Well, he's I'm not... going to summon a powerful thing that I have barely any control over. Yeah, clever. Yeah. You you go have fun. Well, you know, it's, there's a difference between what he does and a demonologist who tries to help people, ri- who help rids them. The, this What this guy does is, you know, summon them to him. Yeah. So he's, you know, yeah. I mean... He, it's, it's a whole different like, kettle of fish. The other guys are like the pest control exterminator kind of people. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah for demons, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to attempt to say that word again. That The thing that um, Smith does, you know, the black art, I can't I can't pronounce the, the full... Uh, That's the most nasty thing they do is, yeah, is yeah. make it difficult to pronounce. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's different to a demonologist, which is what Ed and Lorraine were, as he said, pest control for demons and poltergeists. Um, anyway, so hmm. yeah, I hope you enjoyed that story. I hope it gave you a bit of a That's definitely chill different. down like the spine. That. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and find more like that because it's good to have a, just a good one good solid story, I think. A haunted 4x4 is definitely not a kind of story I've no. heard before. No. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, on, on, a, on a place that was, you know, heavily guarded with plenty of um, um, CCTV yep. or, you know, other surveillance. You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, no, okay. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's a good story. I, I think that's, all, he couldn't really pull together the information about what the occupants in the car looked like, just sort of what they did and they had too many teeth. Well, as I said, his, his memory does, was does foggy. Part, something past you that has too many teeth, and you think, yep, that checks out. Well, because there That's was, if, if you're believing the story, if you're taking it at face value, yeah, yeah. it's they possess some sort of power to foggy your brain. You know how if, if anyone ever gets a so called picture of a ghost, it's always blurry, and there's this theory that they have a sort of power to make make the picture blurry so you never quite right, get okay. uh you know it's never quite like yes that's a ghost it's always a bit okay. blurry there's always, like the Loch Ness monster you know there's never quite a a proper picture of it Nessie just doesn't pose yeah exactly but yeah there, there is a theory that ghosts and demons possess powers to cloud your mind you know you know um wreck technology that kind of thing so if you were to take that that at face value you'd say those demons did something to that guard's mind so he didn't couldn't quite remember what he saw so we could have been like, well, I mm. might have had three blokes in the car with him or three demons. I'm not sure. I think that's the idea. Mm. Okay. Do, I ma- do I make sense? Somewhat. <sighs> cool. Well, um, that's all we got time for, folks, I think. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that was. Sorry. I'm not sure either. Are you sort of channeling a Scooby-Doo character? <laughs> I, I, I haven't even watched Scooby-Doo. Well, that's because you're sensible. It wasn't very good. But uh-huh. God, fucking scrappy. <laughs> fucking scrappy. Anyway. Poor dogs. We were having a real go at They weren't even today. real, were they? No, no. That's no, okay. We can have a go at Scrappy. Um, Scooby was all right. Well, you can now find us on TikTok with some actual videos on there. Just yeah. search the ghost gig on TikTok. I need to learn how to use that. I don't know how to use it. I've put videos on there. And I, yeah, if anyone wants to explain to us, any young person wants to explain. I don't think anyone wants to explain it to us. I think they just want you to suffer. Okay. Well, fuck you all. I'm joking. Um, what if there was like a, a possessed TikTok account? It is. It's possessed by me, not knowing what I do. <laughs> that's not possession. That's just ineptitude. Okay. That's fine. Fine. Um, I also, uh, I also am going to set up a vote to change this podcast name to the Haunted Pencil Podcast, as uh, <laughs> said by Stephen Merchant. And something <laughs> watching last night, I was like, that is the best podcast name ever. The Haunted Pencil. The Haunted Pencil. <laughs> Maybe that's a spin-off. Yeah, I think that's a spin-off episode. Yeah. Or... Um, cool. Well, as I said, you can find us on TikTok. If anyone would love to like, let us know how the hell TikTok works. 
give us a shout. This is my second attempt at TikTok. There's actually some stuff on it this time. So Way. give us a give us a watch, give us a follow. And obviously we're on Instagram and Facebook and you can email us your spooky stories. We'd still love yeah. to do a listener stories episode. Yeah, we, we haven't done them for a little bit. We haven't. Um, I've got a couple, but just not enough for a you know full episode. So the uh, you've email, got something you've been sitting on, now is the do. time. Honestly, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, our email address is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Yes, thank we you. will speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.